0: Uh, welcome to the latest episode of the Coastcast. I'm your host Mark, and I'm here today with, with Wayne. Wayne. Issa, and Issa, yeah. Uh, Issa is a Team GB athlete for volleyball and for beach volleyball, sorry. And Wayne is a uh, very good basketball player. very <laughs> <laughs> Wayne.
1: Wayne is a very good basketballer. Has a lot of
0: potential. Appreciate it. No. Um, so on today's episode, we're going to be talking about race and sport. Um, basically, just think about Muhammad Ali, Bill Russell, Owen Smith, Carlos—all guys who've pioneered civil rights, human rights especially, not just black power, but human rights. That's the most important thing. Right. So just to give you an idea, what is race and sport? So race and sport is issues of racial discrimination in sports as well as observation that there are over-representations or under of different races and different people in sports. So why is it important? It's, it's something that we need to get rid of. Everyone's equal, there's no need for any differences. And I think that it's something that continues to, every time we take one step forward, we seem to take 10 steps back. And there's no need for this, we're in 2019, and things about this can't happen anymore. Just think, uh, there was a research done last year that found that there were 41, there were 52 acts of racism just last year in major sports leagues, 52. And this, like, none of these are reported widely, mm-hmm. why are they not getting more news? Okay. And internationally, there were 137 just in 2019, which is an increase of, from 79 in 2017. That that can't be happening. We should be getting better. Like, even no matter what political, if Trump's there, it doesn't matter. This shouldn't be happening. So what are your thoughts on these instances? And just to name a few recently, what do you thought? Let's start with Ali, one of the most pioneering guys. What do you think about Ali?
1: Well, I mean, first, just like race and sport in general. I mean, when I think of race and sport, preferably for now, I kind of want it to mean almost nothing. Because, like you say, people are always... People always have an opinion on what people should be doing in sport or what athletes should be doing and why they might be better or why they might be doing and doing certain things and getting results. And once they have their voice heard, they don't like it. Mm. So I think moving forward is a big thing. Is racing sports should mean nothing because everybody is on the same level. Everybody is working hard to try and achieve whatever they want to achieve. And I mean, one one person like you say, Ali. I mean, for him. Back back then, when he didn't want to go to war because he was saying about not wanting to not wanting to shoot another person who is as another human being, like I said, everybody is the same, those were his own own morals, his own rights of what he felt, and because of that the public the public in the u s they didn't agree they didn't agree that like, they think going to fight for your country is the biggest badge of honor i guess no, not
2: even just that Ali didn't want to go and fight for his country that he didn't feel supportive of him, yeah of his beliefs. He won the Olympic medal for his country. He thought he'd come back and be proud, and he was told he can't even sit in a certain restaurant because, because he's black, simple as that. Through his medal in the high Exactly, through the, through the medal in the waters. So he felt like, oh, I want to go out there and fight for country. That's not fighting for me I'm right here at home. There's problems at home here that I need to deal with, that we need to yeah. deal with together, rather than going out there and shooting people. I don't know why I'm shooting them in the first place.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. I agree true. with you on that. When you guys think of Muhammad Ali, what's the f- what, are the f- what are the first few words that come to mind? What stands out about him?
2: His bravery. Yeah. That he's that I mean, very brave. Though he's a heavyweight champion, he knows he's going to get taken away, but he stood up for the greater good, and he he eventually got that. Sort of a similar version of what Colin Kaepernick is doing. Yeah, exactly. like
1: standing for the people, but not doing it in an aggressive manner. It's like you we're saying with Colin Kaepernick as well, not doing it in an aggressive manner, like a almost like a silent protest. Of he course knows you he's going to lose. Words. Yeah, you know you're going to lose, especially, that's the thing about today. In modern day, a lot of these cases, I mean, even though Kaepernick had to... Uh, Fight and plead for a lot, for just for him to have a settlement. He technically, if you think of it, a settlement isn't a win. It's just you came to an agreement, yeah. mm. and that's what's difficult to think about even today in the highest level of sport. It was the, it's still the same as it was back then with Ali. You're not going to win, but you're willing to put, uh, you're willing to risk everything and put everything on the line just so mm. you can have your voice heard.
0: I mean, I think that perfectly leads on to protesting the national anthem that moves on to Smith and Carlos in the 1968 Olympics. Right, Yeah. Right. Yeah it's I one mean, of the most iconic moments i mean yeah that the picture by picture as is more
1: it's crazy i I've actually the first time i ever knew about that was when i was uh i'm gonna say 12 13 yeah. i have a older cousin he's about i think he's about like 26 now 27 In his, so he's not even american he's been to the us a bit and he has some relatives uh, from there and it was actually in his bedroom he had that poster of them in black and white with um their fists up in the sky oh. and obviously people think of it as like a, a black power salute but obviously like smith and carlos came out and said like i think later on down the line it wasn't a black power salute it was a human rights salute yeah.
2: Yeah. and that
1: was that's the crazy thing it's like people think of it as oh it's just black people trying to like protest and make a fuss but really they were standing up for their own human rights and i mean for them to then be treated the way they were and get death threats and everything is, it's not right it was kind
2: of like they had that power because they had won that on their own. Once once sports evolve, once you're out there, even though the opportunity might not be the same to get there, but once you're out there, you have won that by yourself. So that's why they felt like this is our chance for everybody to prove, you know, to, to show you, and put this message across. That's
1: the crazy thing. It like, goes back to something that Ali said like, a long time ago about how um, he's, the reason why he's fighting in the ring is not to, not to just be the greatest and not to beat his opponent in front of him so that he can get to a level where he can publicly speak and his voice be heard more. Of course, there are going to be people that don't want to hear it, but if you can reach that highest height, and, like Smith and Carlos did at yeah. the Olympic Games, standing on a podium, which is, for any sportsman, that's where you want to be. That's the pinnacle of your career, to be able to then openly speak about something cool, for, like for them have their human rights salute sign up. Like That's where you then draw international attention Similar to like what Colin Kaepernick was doing with the nail. it's a silent protest, but it draws such a big, like it such draws in such a big audience. All of a sudden, it's like okay, um, there's actually a problem, and we need to address it. But back then, nobody wanted to hear it. That's and like, why Even today, sometimes people still don't want to hear it.
2: Exactly, that's exactly why Ali emphasized himself as the people's champion. He's mm. there for the message, rather than for himself. Mm. And that's, that's why that's why it's important for the for the Ryan Sterling thing as well. That's why it's very important because once you have that profile. It's not simple, it's just, you know, I'm going to look after myself. You're there for a reason. Yeah. You're put in that position for a reason. You you struggle. When you wasn't that big, you struggled yourself. So now you're there, and you're willing to be heard. It's important. That's why Ali, what he did was so impactful. Because he was one of the first ones to do it, and he lost a lot of things. He was the world champ. He Five lost a lot of prison. things for a couple of years, and his prime. Prime.
0: Yeah. Five years in prison, millions of dollars, script of his titles. Yeah, when people look up
2: to you like that, that's why he has that voice, and that's why people still love him to this day. It's
0: true. Are there enough people doing... Are there enough black athletes doing something about it at the moment? I mean, there are a couple of athletes, I mean, that are making well more than athletes, LeBron James, but are in this new generation where racist slurs are coming back, let's say like with Trump over there, like he is having a major impact. Hate crimes are increasing dramatically. People have this people have this pessimism on people of other races, Muslims, black people, any other people that aren't white, just of why is this happening more now? Why why is Raheem Sterling one of the most influential, but he's still not doing much in a way? Yeah,
2: like, like Issa said, he Raheem Sterling himself found himself in that position. Well, uh, what, one of the major reasons why he's in that position, first of all, because of his talent, he has his big name. yeah, And that's why it's such high profile. So, for example, I know I used to follow Sokraine back in the day, this guy called Emmanuel Frimpong. I don't know if you Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, so he's gone he's off he's to Russia now. Man in game. He's been, 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 <laughs> been racially abused in Russia, all right? And his voice can't be heard. He's told his manager. His manager said that's something you can't react to. That's what his manager said to him. And then he he, he got given um, a two-match ban so a gesture. He he, he reciprocated to the, to, the, to the fans, and there were monkey gestures, there was monkey noises. And the Russian FA told him um, there's not enough evidence for us to you know condone these people. Uh, the same. That's that's the reason why. A big name is what's important. So when, that's the reason why I was saying with Ali. Once you get there, you have a lot to lose. That's why you have to be willing to risk it. Frank yeah. points willing to shout, to scream and shout, but his voice will not be heard. because he's, he's in a country like that, and I feel like especially in countries where there are less black people, there are there is more yeah. culturally accepted. Well, exactly. because of their, especially there. because of their past, because and of their past. yeah. It exactly. their that's why you feel like you need that support for oh. everyone, not just for yourselves in the country where you're. you're, you're Raheem certainly knows that if he speaks out, he'll be supported. Mm. He's yeah. more likely to be supported. But in Russia...
0: I mean, if- they've, never had, they've never had a massive influx of different cultures. Yeah, exactly, yeah, pretty exactly. Pure. It's, that's why it's one of the beauties of Europe. There's more influxes of different cultures. Yeah. And America, that's why there's the biggest influx. But those countries in the East, they've never had that. They've yeah. never had that. Yeah. That was never part of their history. So them being further behind is understandable. Yeah it's still not acceptable, but even the, the fact that it's still happening on the west side, where we're meant to be developed, completely developed, shows that people, people, is it just naturally how people are? Or are we being taught to be like that? Or being...
1: For me, sorry, yeah, sorry about <sighs> step in there. For me, it's definitely uh, people are being taught to be like that or brought up like that. And something that I look to all the time is, today in this age, the biggest thing that everybody always sees is social media and what they see in the news. And if you look at it, I mean, this is just off the top of my head. I, I don't have like any facts, but from what I've seen, is um, a lot of the time, say if there's a a black killer or a black shooter, all of a sudden he's branded as a terrorist or um like a crazy major threat to the society, whatever it might be. But then if you then have say a, a white shooter in a school, mm-hmm. he's seen as a mentally ill patient, a mentally ill person, or he's just there's like well they, they just label him as a shooter. They don't label him as yeah, a yeah. terrorist. Social media and the news. I feel like they are the ones that they're the ones that put the information out there, and a lot of what people believe is what they see on like on these dif- different mm-hmm. media outlets, and because of that, they're being taught that potentially somebody that doesn't look like them, maybe like a brown person with a big beard, if you see them in an airport or anything like that, you you obviously just become all of a sudden suspicious. That we shouldn't we be. We that shouldn't be, be a thing. We, mm-hmm. we have all been. There. I, mean, I mean, it's happened to me where I've been stopped in an airport a few yeah. times, even more re- like recently when I came back from. A training camp inside just like two weeks ago I came through Bournemouth Airport, and obviously there was the recent um, terror attacks yeah. in New Zealand, exactly. and I came through the airport, came through everything was fine, showed them my passport, was literally walking out. I stopped to put my headphones in, started walking, and then two um, security guys stopped me and said, "Oh, can we take you around the corner, just to uh, look for your bags and speak and have, have a few questions for you?" I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, I thought, okay, it's just a random stop and search yeah. like whatever. But then I went around there, before they even opened my bags, they were like, oh, why are you in Cyprus, or why why you come to the UK? And I was like, oh, I had a training camp, uh preparing for the seasons, part of the national team, trying to qualify for Tokyo 2020. Yeah. As soon as I started letting them know that I'm an international athlete, and I'm trying to qualify to represent our country, the guy didn't even open my bag, he just went, oh, it's okay, you can go. Just instantly, like, there were so many other people around me, but picked me out of all people, and I, I'm pretty sure... I was one of maybe two black people on that flight. Like Ooh. everybody else was either white and English or really old white person, Ooh. and it's kind of like they see something and then you think, okay, that person could be suspicious. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. all of a sudden, you then find out probably there are other people that came through there that were more suspicious
2: than me, but he decided to profile and single me out. And and back to what you were saying in terms of what can be done, what is it? Whether is it normal? Is it taught or some things like that? I feel like there can be rules put in place, especially from a young age, because growing up from a young age. Sometimes it is oh it's funny to make to make a, a joke about, about this person's race. It's funny. And and you're young too, so you can't, you don't know how important it is or how the impact it will have on that person's life in the long run. And yeah. but the person that does know is the manager. Yeah. It's exactly. the club. The club they, they grow they grow men, they grow women, they know exactly what's yeah, happening. That's true. So I think things like policies, uh, rules should be put in place and stored to stamp it out early and even educate the trainers, even educate mm. the coaches, you know, the parents, educate everyone, let them know if a kid if a kid does something from a young age He's known straight away that's not that's not that's not that's not, that's not correct, that's not all right. alright. It'll be stomped yeah. out early.
1: And not I, not even just racial slurs, like even if it's something to do with somebody who's homosexual, whatever it might be, like those types of things yeah, get said easily, like especially yeah. even around religion, those types of things get said easily, like just slurs about it.
2: I know like, you've experienced uh, that. Yeah. I know. Especially you're yeah. young I grew up from Wales and there was, there was racial jokes all the time. Mm. Yeah. But to me I was young, I was ignorant and I I just laughed off. Mm. And I mean, and my, I know my uh, coach is after off too.
0: Yeah, exactly. But is it more thing? Is do you think it's getting better because of the generation? Do you think it's that old generation that's still the last part where racism was really nearly every part? I mean, I know my grandmother. Not, it's different for her. Like yeah. my best friend is black. Yeah, it's different for her. Like she, how she talks to him, she, she'll give me a hug, but she'll ha- shake his hand even though they've known each other for twenty years. Mm. Is it, is it as that generation is going, do you think it'll get better naturally, or do you think we still have to actually make a major push? Because I know those jokes happen a lot, because yeah, yeah. all the sports teams we've been in, just knowing I've been a team with you, I know those things go on. Yeah. How do, you, do you think just with the generation, with us, our generation, who's more aware of the climate, who's more aware of religion and more sensitive and that sort of stuff, do you think that'll help, or do you think it's not going to improve at all unless we do something specific about it?
1: I feel like we we need to do something, we need to make a push, but then also at the same time, like we can always say, okay, yeah, like the people who lived through those different times like some years ago are starting to slowly go out, but I'm hearing little kids, like, like even even seeing videos of little kids that are making racial comments, and it's like this kid is gonna grow up, just think that the black person around the corner is like a really bad person for no reason. Yeah. And it's things like that where it's like, yeah, it might be going out, but. Those parents are still in s- teaching their kids that type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have that knock-on effect down the line, and until I guess until like a kid meets, say, a black child or an Indian child or a Chinese kid, whatever it might be, until that like racist kid meets them, they they always think that they're a bad person until they have a positive experience
0: with them. How can we how can we develop or start creating that little natural environment from a young age though? Because I mean I know. Just an example, in the Netherlands where I'm from, mm-hmm. uh, there is, and I'm, I'm from South Africa just for all enlisted who don't know that, so I've seen both sides of it and I've been in the Netherlands. We have a holiday where there's something, a kind of former Father Christmas or the, or the uh, Christmas man, yeah. but his assistants are little black boys, oh, little slip, and parents play it off that they're just assistants who got dirty in the chimney when they came out of the chimney, but that's Remember from the time when years, he had yeah. slaves, also, so it's, it's called, current, it's called Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas, and there's major problems with that, but most, I know a lot of the generation, like, parents, people above me, they will say, I don't know why there's such a big debate about it, this, they should just accept it, it's not like, we're trying to be racist, yeah. but subliminally, that's just building it up, yeah, yeah. Right. How, do you, how do you make that little culture from a young age, like, for in, let's go with England to start off with, because that's more, a more of an accepting country than most other countries, because yeah. there's, there's a good balance and cultural acceptance how do you, how do you build that up how do you build that from a young age
2: i think like i said putting policies putting um a conscious effort into it cuz I, I don't think that there is that that's not that issue has not being addressed at all when growing up in my school mm. yeah. it's not been addressed at all it's, if you get if you get caught doing it that's when you get trouble but you don't get told before you do it mm. They're not preempting; they're just reacting. Yeah, like it they does have happen.
1: policies so, against bullying and stuff like that, but yeah. they
2: don't have anything against. It's some, It's kind like of like being, a taboo subject. They yeah. they don't want to talk about it because talk about. It. But it's something it's that needs to be talked about beforehand. Just you don't wait for someone to call someone something, and then you react to it. Because It's too mm-hmm. late. It's been done, and they, they know. And even if the once it does happen, and the punishment is not as harsh, it will continue to happen. Yeah, it's happened to me for for a long time, until, obviously, I got to, to oh, adult state yeah. uh, or a little bit older, where No one's gonna say it to my face anyway. Mm, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know what, what someone's thinking. I don't know what a, a certain coach is thinking. I don't know what he's reacting to. No, it's true. And I mean, like, similar to
1: you, I mean, when I used to play rugby growing up, yo- younger, like, probably about the age of 12, 12 to 14, I remember I was I was racially abused by a rugby player from the other team. I mean, even though it was from, they were from, like, Staines or Felton. Yeah. So a bit of a, like, a rougher area, more yeah. like, um, what's the term, like, Chav or, yeah. like, yeah more like I think it's Chav or pikey. I don't know which one but like <laughs> no, those, those <laughs> are the two <laughs> terms that get used for them but it's still like it was somebody from there and it's kind of like I hadn't been racially abused before in sport that was the first time that I remember it and it's not even the sport that I'm competing in now yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean and it's just like
0: it's not a competitive level either
1: no exactly and that's the thing and it was just like okay uh just like when it happened the coolest thing was like some of my teammates heard it and then there wasn't a fight or anything like that, but then all of them had my support and had, like, they had my back and yeah. there was a massive talking about it and everything at the club. Yeah, and you're, looking to, you're
2: looking to have that. You're looking at are mentally strong as well because I feel like, from, especially at a young age, if someone um, hears that on a constant, consistent basis, that might Im- impact their motivation to continue to play that sport. Yeah. It might impact, you know, and, and then, and then for, for some reason, for, some, for some reason, that kid no longer plays sports because he doesn't do racially abuse on the court or yeah. on, the, on the pitch. No, if, it, and now impact their life in the long run sorts of as well, yeah. And help. Confidence. I mean, so yeah, confidence. I mean, like having exactly. that happen, and then also
1: like having things. I mean, with my sport at the moment, volleyball, it's like it's, I'm not gonna lie, like I've been racially abusing volleyball, but it's uh, more like after a tournament, say if we don't do well, uh, and then people obviously can bet on us, yeah. I mean, I've only had one instance where some instance where somebody's actually commented on my post that. where that was Still, that was crazy, yes. but then um, the other ones have been like just people slide into my DMs and will just like. Say say certain things. So some of it, I actually like. If it's in a foreign language, I'll actually go onto Google Translate, see what it means, and then I'll also if it's racist, I'll just still reply like, "Cheers, mate! Thanks for the support with the thumbs up." Yeah. Just leave it at that, yeah. or I just will ignore it. But it's kind of like even now. I mean, in sport, it's surely something that shouldn't be accepted, but because of all of that, it just makes me think. Okay, like my passion is to like definitely win, so that when I have like that medal around my neck, I can look back and be like remember you like talking crap to me like yeah. well you just urged me you just pushed me to want to be even better like to wake up early do those tough sessions every morning because I know where I want to achieve I know where I want to be and what I want to achieve and if you have a, a mindset like that to be racist towards me it's only going to get you so
2: far in life yeah, you can't you can't let an ignorant person demotivate you at all no, exactly
0: but people who aren't strong with you how do they deal with that because you were saying like that can derail your life someone could be as talented as you and have the work ethic but just they have a fragile age when they're younger yeah. how do how do we we need to combat that? do you think the betting culture like you said is having a major impact to that like people the fact like when I put money on it i'm more emotionally more invested, invested in yeah, like I might not watch beach volleyball regularly or I might not watch rugby or football the whole time or basketball, but if I got money on it and someone emotion. does badly i'm more i'm like i got I have bad perception yeah
2: of you you might have a bad perception of them but why would their race come into um into into yeah, you might start shouting, if, if that's something right, that you have yeah. in you, that's something you will have regardless in you. Mm. It, if you're angry at a person, if I'm angry at a person and I want to fight them, their race will not come into me. Yeah. As a, as an insult, especially. Because they use that as an insult. They don't, yeah. You know what I mean? They
1: say, oh, like, well, I'm not going to say something, but like they'll yeah. say something, and then it's like, you're thinking, how does me being black have anything to do with me performing badly? Yeah. What yeah. happened was. I had a bad day technically passing, or I couldn't see anything but my vision on the court, so I was spiking into bad areas. What does that have to do with me being black? Oh, and, and, like,
2: it, yeah, and and you're still the best in the country anyway. So yeah, and it's like you, okay, you
1: want to keep you want to keep talking about it, or do you want to like figure out what actually was the problem? Yeah, I don't
2: think I don't think the betting culture is at all to blame because I feel I feel like. If that's something you feel is a negative towards that person that's something that you will bring out in that in that situation mm. situations bring out what you truly think yeah so that's what will happen I agree with that so if, you can't if it, look if it to blame. isn't
1: you then you'll say it
2: yeah you can't look to blame oh, I'm, I'm passionate about i oh, sorry I was angry that I was angry for the moment sorry bro no bro you yeah. you really think that and you said that because that's what you had no filter
1: that's yeah. the thing I've, I've heard somebody somebody who was a friend before uh, dropped the n-word like, at somebody from, um, it was like, we were watching football back in the day, and I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. And then I was mm. thinking, like, "Yeah, I angry at him because of, like, what, because he's black and he just messed up? Like, why would you say that? Like, it's just one of those things where you hear it come out of their mouth and you're just thinking, what made him, like, what prompted him to say it? And then from there, I kind of just started fading out and not not speaking to that person mm. again, and now, I mean, that's a distant
2: memory. It's just not a calculated moment, and, and that's just what he truly thinks. Yeah.
1: You're I'm thinking I'm hanging out with this one of my boys I'm hanging out with like from growing up at like, a young age or not even young age like 15, 16 yeah. and it's like all of a sudden he drops out and I'm thinking maybe I'm hanging out with the
0: wrong person <laughs> I have a question does the mystique of that word have, a, have an influence because black people can say it to each other more freely and they can also say it to a white guy like that's so forth so forth but does that mystique make it uh, more tempting for white people to use or other races to use like they kinda of want to be able to use that or that why do you why is that word, why do you guys still use that word that has such bad connotations from from a white person to a black person, yeah. but between black people it's more accepted. Shouldn't that word kind of be removed out of it because it's all of the history behind it? I
2: think it's so widely it's one of those things that's so widely used, is perceived differently by so many different black people. So many different, black people, different people tell people. you Yeah, it's very difficult to address so many people so black people tell you. I'm not offended by it at all but I feel like, and other people feel like they should be offended by it because they've been told they need to be offended by it so I feel like it, technically it, should, it shouldn't be used at all if, if, it, if it impacts if it, that's because it, we know the impact of the word we know the history mm. behind the word so why would you why would you want to use it mm. so when I hear people say oh why can't I say it why do you want to say it mm.
1: yeah I mean I think so, I, I, so, I agree with Wayne on that as well but I also think something that doesn't help where it goes back to like social media and stuff if you if you look at um video clips of I mean I watch I watch the NBA a lot. Basketball players use that word to each other all the time and these are like high profile yeah. athletes and role obviously models. yeah, role models for some and if you, if some kids hear them using it, all of a sudden they're thinking, Alright, if they can use it to other black people then surely I can do the same and mm. it's like fine to say. But then like Wayne said, I mean, some people it really offends, some people not so much. And it's one of those words because it is quite a bad word. Yeah. I mean and there's so much history with it. It should be one of the things that you just completely abolish. But some people use it in a sense of like brotherhood, almost like to be mm. close with somebody. But I don't see how why they
2: should want to use it. I don't know how we're gonna rein the control back from that word. It's it's been used so widely, and and it's just the same thing. Like why, like why would you want to? Why would you want to use it? It's kind of like if there's two girls like joking around like oh bitch bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go to my sister's friend like bitch like that's not <laughs> no that's, yeah. that's, that's not <laughs> acceptable. You know, there's certain words that you just you just can't use. It's it's, it's, it's offended. It's offensive depending on who you come from or like the context or like, yeah. you know, your relationship with the person, things like that. But there's something, like, like I said, it's, it's been so widely used. It's
0: so interpreted inter- differently by different people that mm. it's so difficult to... But then would that be one of the way- ways that we can also start improving it? Because we, white people hear that word a lot around like, let's say, in, you can see in NBA. You hear it a lot, you see it a lot. Would having more control in that word from for kids in young age, like, be helpful unless you in music, like... That That's music, the, the music yeah. culture does not help at all. That's I mean, it,
2: yeah.
0: and the fact I know, I understand, I understand. There's a lot of like what they say is happen happens. Yeah. But do you think it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy that what they say makes people people end up doing that, and instead of like finding. I mean I'm, of course there's no music but like education, learning, focusing hard on your work <laughs> That's, so cool. one, That's not a number one, yeah. number one. <laughs> Hey if Drake drops that
1: maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> bad. But, Like in fact those, even in Drake,
1: that, those words are used in Drake, yeah, in it Drake songs Well it's like, who's it, is it Young Thug? Young Thug is Like he drops that. Over. It's funny,
2: it's so funny because you got to be like an eighth black. If you're an eighth black, you can say If you're <laughs> yeah. a little bit, you can say it. That's, it's so funny, yeah. It's so touching. Like my granddad, yeah. Like, it's like it's my, my great great
1: great granddad was black, so I can say yeah. it. So that's tonight. what I mean. Like, some people think it's simple,
2: like, simple okay, some people think it's not okay. It just depends how they, they perceive it and how they. Some people just take the power away from it completely and some people hold on to it. You know? I mean, yeah. I, like,
1: for me personally, I'm one of those where it's like. And I said to you, I mean, it's like when people have racial slurs towards me in like an aggressive way or a negative way, I'm just like, okay, cool, mm, thanks. Mm. Like, I mean, I've moved on from it. And obviously, I, I hope other people would too. But yeah. you, like you say, some people, it still hits, hits them hard. It hits them hard mm. if somebody says it, especially if it's somebody from another race that says it. Of course, it's in an aggressive manner. Yeah. But my mindset is always just like, what, are you trying to get a reaction? Because if anything, if I try, if I react... Then I'm gonna be the one that gets worse off for it. Yeah, mm. exactly. So what's the point?
0: Mm. I mean, I've just a, just a question out the What is the most influential music artist in your life? That if you had to say two black artists who are the most influential in your life, who it be? Because maybe that 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 has a major impact. Because just think like, if, we, if not, even if we look at fashion now, when a lot of people that I've talked to, when they see a black guy in a suit or that he's very closely dressed, like how you'd see a middle-aged white man. Yeah. They suddenly associate him as a lot higher. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. see like, you see like, let's if we look at Alan Iverson and what his, what his impact on the NBA was yeah, and, his passion and his fashion yeah. and his cultural icon, like it, I can understand why some people think like I'm, not really who I want to chill with because they look a little bit, the ruff, wrong word, thuggish or like rough. But do you think that helps? I mean, you should be able to dress how you want, because there should be nothing. If, like how you dress is like. You can you can build your identity on how you dress, but do you think that doesn't help either? Because we need like you need to start from a, it's a bottom up approach.
2: Okay.
0: Like you can yeah. every part of it has to change if you want to eliminate
1: it. But that's basically like setting a reset switch on the world, yeah. and that's saying mm. that the only way that's going to happen is if we go into another dark age and like everything gets destroyed basically.
0: Mm. Well, um, do you think Obama had a really good impact on racism? Yeah. Do you think that's why the, that's do you, do you think since, since Trump's come in? Is why we're seeing that sudden upturn, or just that it's more visible. that we see that cause I think... Then under Obama, they did decrease. Cause yeah. I, I think because
2: he had some... Um, um, Trump had so much power at first, had so many um, people listening to him, people found it easier to then make it clear what they thought. It made, mm. made, made their voice yeah. a little bit louder, because they know that it was kind of a snowball effect. Like, the group, got bigger the, the group got bigger, the group got bigger, the group got bigger, and there was more people willing to... Mm. To you know who who wouldn't mm-hmm. do it first? So that's why that's why it picked up in terms of the hatred thing, in terms of the racial thing, and that's why I feel like it was it was, it was a snowball effect because it got it got bigger and bigger, didn't it? Like we didn't think it was serious at first. We, were, we thought it was a joke. Over here. I thought
1: like Trump running, okay, that's a wrap. Like yeah, and then, in. and he'd
2: he say, <laughs> he say crazy stuff, and then one or two crazy people would be like, oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then with the more people they're in in that group, it's easy for you to jump in there mm. without without having consequences. That's life. the
1: thing. I feel like a lot of people who are really racist like and want to be outspoken about it it's because they don't have a lot of other stuff to it's like with hooligans in football yeah. a lot of them don't have a lot of stuff going on in their life at that time and they're just thinking i want to be feel a part of an, a group feel a part of something that's grown and yeah. yeah and i think that's why some of them jump on that bandwagon to be like you know what i'm part of a group here where we're backing a leader who wants to become president of our country and that's why like you said that snowball effect of more and more people jumping on it that's why it blew out of Proportion and that's why Trump's now <laughs> it's what in his third year second year he's up for re-election but then no. how,
0: <laughs> how, how do you think I mean the fact that the role model or the epicenter of the United States the person who defines the United States can tweet about narcissism yeah. all that stuff on a daily basis and then he can say I'm using social media as the modern day presidential as a modern day president to make America great again like the fact that these words can, like, people are scared as well because people are afraid yeah. of what the future's going to hold yeah. and everything, like, harnessing their fear. I mean, do you think this... Is, what do you think the, the long-term effects are on all these kids? Like, schools, they said that... they, they were In a survey of over 10,000 teachers, they found that the hate crimes were increasing in terms of verbal harassment by quadruple what they were in the years before. Yeah. Like, that is a number that... You can't really define... You can't really, Like, you can't quantify the long-term effects. And I'm... Um, I pray that they actually...
2: They see the light, basically, is what I'm saying. They, they, they see these stats, and they see that this can't go forward. And hopefully we'll see next year what happens, but... That is, that is very scary, you are, you are correct. That's very scary. It's kind of He's made it a bit more acceptable to say crazy things. Mm, he's curious. the president and everyone's... Like I said, it's the President president is seen as what, one of the most powerful guys on the planet. Mm. It's easy he he to jump into a hate group, there's already hundreds of people there, rather than being the first one to jump on it. Because mm. you're the first one to jump on you would be looking around for it's everyone. A scary yeah. But you'll in jump on it seamlessly. But Trump
1: was happy to be that one person and then like, everybody's jumping in.
2: But he was already Donald Trump, though, wasn't he? Mm.
1: Yeah. Because he book, because he then like like I say with media and different media outlets, because he then had a bigger platform to reach such a wide I mean he probably could have with his money, but nobody would listen, they would have thought oh, it's just a rich like white yeah. guy whatever. But because he's running for president, he's on a an international platform where everybody is gonna hear what he says and that's why he can say these crazy things and he, he knows for sure whatever he says. There's gonna be somewhere in, maybe in the Midwest or somebody on the East Coast or the West Coast or whatever. I'm not like picking a certain no, right, like, yeah, anyone in the yeah. US that will yeah. be like, I agree with that guy and you know what, I haven't got anything else to do, so I'm gonna follow him around and have like racial
0: slurs or things to say against women or thing mm. whatever it might be. I'm
2: gonna to go to his rallies and yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean just the thing, like I remember when it first started, it used to like used to like, wow, what is what what is he saying? But now, when you scroll through your Instagram or Twitter or whatever, it's just like you see. You're like, oh, it's just another yeah. one.
1: Yeah. And then it's, that's other that, make and that's subconscious. That. Like
0: you shouldn't like we shouldn't like whenever we see that. Like I know people are too sensitive nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like they can't even take a joke. But are we just reinforcing it again? And just to move to move that slightly along, what what can what is he gonna? What can we even do about it anymore? There's nothing like he, How do you repair that? Like what do we do about even fans, for example? Like, fans are coming to these games and they are tweeting it because they think that if Trump can tweet that on Twitter, yeah. what's he going to do?
2: I think the thing with fans is... They are easily able to contact to get in contact with the players, right? Mm. Yeah. And when things does happen, when things are bad... when Sorry, I'm sorry. When they do racially abuse the players or they do say things to the players, there's no real example made of them. It's just, oh, this fan did this, this fan did that. It's
1: like, oh, he when, gets banned from going to the stadium again. Yeah, but okay. who is he? Cool. Like you
2: gotta have you gotta have a fear to say something to a player. You gotta have a fear to racially abuse someone. You can't just think it's okay to do it and then you 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 get banned and you just put another name up and you go to the stadium anyway. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's like it's like that guy recently with um, Russell Westbrook and his oh. wife. It's like he's in the stadium and obviously I I I mean I saw that there was a lot of other stuff in the past with fans in Utah specifically. Oh. Yeah. Which I mean, okay, like it happens, but. This fan said something, to, obviously, to Westbrook, and then um, and then all of a sudden, like, all I heard was, oh, he got banned from the stadium, but I didn't know who he was, who his wife was. Like, I heard things about what he had said, specifically, but it's kind of like, Westbrook also got a massive fine, mm-hmm. even though he was the one that was racially abused. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how the league, fine with, fine and wh- I know he shouldn't have said something back to the fan, mm-hmm. but... I mean, it's a hot. You're you're in a pressure situation in a game. You need to remember this. You're in, a, in the middle of a match, mm-hmm. things are like under pressure. It's it's a tough situation. You're either down or you're up, or it's a tight game, whatever it is. And somebody from on the side is racially abusing you, mm-hmm. and nobody's none of the guys, none of the um, attendants in the stadium are doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. The referee might, who knows? The referee might have heard it and just like blew it off, yeah. whatever. But like Westbrook, Westbrook was like, no. Like this, firstly, this is a league that I don't know what percentage of black people are in this league. And then there's gonna be a fan who's gonna be ninety seven percent of the NBA yeah. is black. No. And sorry, yeah. Go ahead, yeah, and then you're gonna be um racially abusing somebody and all of a sudden it's like nobody's gonna do anything about it. Like he's mm. allowed to have his own it's like um the human rights with the salute. You're allowed to you're allowed to speak your mind mm. like back to a person who's trying to racially abuse you when you're playing
2: for their for them, for their pleasure. Mm. Um I'm when I said 97, it. I meant 74, by the way. Okay, I was like, 97, I was like, yeah, I was like that's, that's a big number. I read, I read it earlier.
0: <laughs> just, just to clear it up, do you think, I think he should have been fine as well, because he was degrading his wife, the guy's wife, back in the comments. Okay. And well, you should, I, I you should always be a bigger man. though. I heard that his wife also said the same oh, thing. His wife was also saying things back, but you shouldn't really ever bring that girl into the oh, thing. Yeah, the,
2: okay. should be the, reason, the reason why, the, uh, the fan feels like... Obviously, it's also wrestling because this huge persona over him. He's a famous athlete. He just wants to have like, a tiny impact on, the, on that man's life. And he knows that what's, what's going to get a reaction from him, the race thing. So now what's wrestling supposed to do? Just be disarmed. Do you understand? He's, he's only human. And I'm sure that's not the first time it's happened to him. Yeah. The man, like, it's not the first time it's happened to him. So why should you then be able to say something to me that you know would impact me? You know there's a lot of history behind it. But I can't do anything that you know that i will impact 200%. So if you just say, "Oh, be the bigger man," you're very good at basketball, so you should be all right. You're a millionaire, like no, I don't that's think. True. I don't think. That's true. If if you're gonna find him that drastically, f- find that man drastically, make him famous too.
1: Yeah. Let him go. Well, oh, that's him. that's
2: Chris <laughs> Smith who racial abused him. I don't want to be like. I don't wanna be made an example that's a of. Specific like specific name. You gotta be. You gotta be. You gotta be like to a point where he's a household name. You know. Yeah. You know, like that's a fan who did this. If that happens to me, i to be famous too. People to look at me in the streets and say, "You racially abuse this man." And let's see you. Let, let's disrespect your wife every time we see you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely won't like that. I gotta say one thing: the the fines and the punishment for streaking, like running onto the pitch, is not even that far different from being banned for racism, eh? Exactly. And that just shows. I mean, how can so we? I value. mean, because what I gotta say, I understand like you're a fan, there. So should we involve spectators like that? Should they like? They're there to pay and they're there to help their team, mm-hmm. and a sporting event. Do we really? Should we really be mad at the fans for that? As long as it doesn't leave the leave the field. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm playing, wall, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate right okay, now. Right. Should they be on? The, you're at the sporting event, and you're there to help your team. Should the fans really be banned from saying stuff because they allow it's the freedom to say stuff? As long as it doesn't leave the field, because like you when you say, when you cross that line, you're a whole different person. Mm. When you go into the like sport field, for them, that's for them. Should we really be mad at what they say in the field as long they as they don't bring it outside of the field?
1: I know that they're allowed to heckle, but obviously, there's certain limits as to what you can do. It's like, if we if we then go down a different route, okay, say if, um, a, like, Russell Westbrook's daughter, he has a daughter, right? Daughter or son? No, he has a son. son. He, he has a son. Say if Russell Westbrook's son is battling cancer and then a fan starts mentioning that, like, shouting that to him. Yeah. It's like, what what do you expect him to do? If anything, he's probably going to jump into the, into the crowd and do something. But because it's race, obviously it's like it's a touchy subject. But say if his son's battling a disease, mm-hmm. and then a fan's bringing that into the game, like where does it end? Where what is the limit of okay they can say a certain amount of things before it becomes too far? Because mm-hmm. like you say, some players uh take things to heart more. Yeah. It's like I I saw something with um I can't remember which player it was, but somebody said like in a in a in training they can talk to one player in a certain way. And then talk to it. They have to talk football to another player in a completely football. different way because they know that one person is going to take it to heart, and another person it will fire them up to compete even mm. harder.
2: Yeah, because we, we know obviously in the NBA, in most actually most professional sports, the management, the ownership is predominantly is predominantly white. Yeah. yeah. So if if anything does happen racially, that man can't then tell Westbrook, oh just just relax, it's okay. Mm, like he, he that be the bigger man? No, he, he hasn't experienced. He hasn't grown up experiencing right? yeah. that. His, his ancestors hasn't grown up experiencing that. Right? So how can that man then come and tell you, "I'll oh, just just be the bigger man"? Just mm. yeah, because like, you live through you know, this old, all the time then, as well. what's he's out there because he's the most talented person to be out there. He's he's because he's out there because of his talent. He's not out there putting his position because he can deal with racism the best mm. or he can be racially abused. No, it's not acceptable. You can't then make acceptable. You can't tell a man how to feel about such a topic because you're not in his position
1: yeah and it's it's like how you said i liked how you said before about making that person famous who who racially abused him so it makes it sorry it just made me think of um when sterling was racially abused by that chelsea fan and his photo went publicly and they spoke of his name all of a sudden this fan is now complaining saying he lost his job because of this and i'm like well you shouldn't be racially abusing somebody yeah like if you re- and then because they blew that up, all of a sudden he loses his job, his life changes. That's how it should be. Mm. I mean, personally, I feel like if, if you do something on that level that bad, you should be treated like a criminal.
0: Does it also do the adverse? It's like with school shootings. The bigger the school shooting, everyone tries to trump every t- school shooting. I know it's a very bad example to bring. Mm. In. The fact that you'll be made famous and you'll become like people will know who you are, makes people want to do it because they want to do something worse to get even there. Because some people get pleasure out of it. Like, do you think it's also making, making an example out of them will actually make more people want to do it? Well, yeah, I mean, if they then decide think to put the video online
1: of
2: them being executed, then I'm pretty sure they won't want to do it anymore. I think it's damaged limitations, as far as that. Cause you're saying there are some people, any attempt any to yeah. punishment. and it's, there's so many people in this world that people are going to react differently to it. But I'm guarantee it will stop more people than it will encourage, mm. for sure. Because yeah. how many people, because so many people, if you're close, if you're in a good stadium, you must have enough money, you must be doing work for yourself. You know, so you're not trying to, you know, you you find out this man loses his job because he called Raheem Sterling this and that. That's not fun enough to lose your job, and no. your family can't eat. Yeah, it's very true. It only, it only encourages the losers, and you know they can do what they they can do what they want regardless anyway, because they're ignorant and they willing to listen anyway.
0: That's true. That's very true. I'm gonna read out a quote by Krim Abdul Jabbar, and I wanted to hear you guys' pure responses to it and what you think. If it makes sense, does it hit the notes? So, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, to white America, the history of U.S. sports is a rising graph of remarkable achievements of physical and mental strength. To black America, it's that. But it's also a constant timeline of attempts to silence the voices of African Americans. When, when you hear that from one of the best players to ever be in the NBA, he's been through, and he was in LA, which is a place that's usually meant to be big a market. big market, one of the nicest places. Does it, do you, do you kind of like feel connected to that? Do you agree? Do you yes, feel like
2: I'm, This is pretty much exactly what Le, what happened to LeBron, wasn't it? Was it Donald Trump that told him to just be an athlete? Yeah.
1: Nah, it was um, like, what was it? Well, Trump said something along those lines, but it was also the a news reporter, a female news oh, it was that said, Sorry, just mm-hmm. shut up and basketball yeah, it's or like like, yeah, or play basketball. Or yeah, just yeah, shut up and play basketball. something like that. And I was I mean, yeah, that kind of for me hits it on the head. That is the nail on the head because it's like you see these top level athletes that are constantly being like, they're basically told to just play your sport and don't get involved in other bigger things. that like, yeah. don't have a voice, basically. And LeBron and other athletes, you'll see, like they're 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 a pioneer for what top athletes should be doing. Like LeBron making that school in you know, back in mm. Akron, Ohio, yeah, yeah. It? Yeah, yeah. and it's like those are what that's what top athletes should be doing. But then, like what Kareem said is. They're basically being they're trying to be people are trying to silence them every single step of the way and it goes all the way if you look through it goes all the way back I mean you probably find a racial problem that's happened at high level sports with black athletes yeah. every single year since way
2: back. But it shouldn't just be LeBron who has the most to say. He shouldn't be the most he ha- shouldn't have the most say because he's the most talented. I feel like whoever has the best things there should be like a union, you know? Mm. There should be whoever has the best ideas. So just because LeBron's the most talented doesn't mean he's the um, the most educated or has the best experience and has mm. a be- is in the best position to speak about such topics. But it's funny that he is the best, so he speaks about it because he gets mm. the mic in his mouth the most. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's exactly what I was talking about with Frank. Point. I feel like every- they should all have a voice, or they should all be elevated to the point where they have the opportunity to raise their voice and be heard if they need to be. And if things happen to them, then they can speak up. Imagine you're a guy who's on the- who's tenth on the bench. You get racially abused. Do you think that's making the news? No, mm-hmm. no, it's not. And it's in down the whole game getting there. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't happened to Russell Westbrook for it to be heard. It has to happened to LeBron for it to be heard. It's true. You know? And and these guys they can't speak up because a little bit of um a little bit of a noise. little bit controversy, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, look at the LA Clippers on it one that got Corbin yeah. Richard so. And imagine you go and you, you go yeah. and to him. You don't know what he's actually thinking mm-hmm. and you're gone. Yeah. And then so that know, whole thing that they are, team, they, no jobs. Job, they are and then some guys are gonna say, "Oh no, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. How do you know? How do you know? You can't tell a man what he's experiencing, how to react, to the way he's experiencing mm. it, if you're not experiencing the exact same thing. You can't tell him how to feel because you're not feeling it."
0: Mm, how do we? How do you think we bring more black coaches or black managers, black owners to these leagues? Because you can't, you don't, want, you don't make it like feel like yeah. it's a hand me down. Yeah. yeah. But they got to earn it. But how do how do we get that little balance in? It's a tough one, It's a very tough yeah, question, I have been many hours.
1: It's, it's even like that lady in the, with basketball still, like the lady who's um, one of the assistants for the Spurs, mm. like it was a big deal that she like was an assistant coach for the Spurs because she was female. Mm. And it's kind of like, that's something that frustrates me, it's even with black people in sports, they go into a managerial role or an ownership role, they, people make such a big noise about it.
2: Mm. And
1: it's even on like a, a smaller scale, okay, I love our university, Like I, I like our university without a doubt. But then um, I saw a post from somebody on Facebook basically going crazy about how um, two years ago was the first time we had a black president elected in Subu, and now the whole um, star yeah. next year is black. I knew that would happen. And I know, but I I'm kind of, for me, story. I'm like, I'm... why are you making such a massive Not Okay, it's cool, like mm-hmm. say congrats and stuff, but you're making it out like black people have never done anything like they've just been born or something. Okay. It's like the more you scream and make too much noise about it the more it's going to put people off, if that mm. makes sense. true. It's kind of like with, I mean, I, I have nothing against gay people, people who are violent and all that, but for them, okay, if you are, it's like, okay, like, I'm fine with that. Mm. But then if people are making noise about it, like, oh, we need to have our voices heard, I'm like, I'm already hearing you, and you don't even need to, like, say mm. anything crazy about it. You don't need to, like, go over the top. I know, Wrong, like, audience, that you, you need to. You need to talk to, like, you need to go to the heart of the problem. We're not yeah. the problem. Like, we're there. Exactly. Like, I'm happy, but it's like, don't go crazy about it, because if anything like that's what's gonna inform more people to think wait no this isn't right and it's like as it far, shouldn't be
2: as far as that as far as that is exactly the exact same thing that I was talking about is we've never experienced um the hatred they they experience. as far as that yeah. mm-hmm. they have the fear of going out and speaking about that and if they feel like that's how they, they have to react if that's, they feel like that's how they'll be heard we can't tell anyone how they should how they should react yeah. to that because that's actually that's actually the reason that why they're telling you oh don't don't, he racial abused you but bro just calm down it's okay like, yeah. do you know what I mean so you can't then go and, and tell them the exact, it, it feel like the exact same thing t- to me because so to me I understand that I don't understand what they're going through yeah So and but if that's how they feel like they need to react you, you support and, and things like that but that's the thing I knew I felt like that would happen and yeah. I'm sure there has been backlash. I've not seen any on Facebook myself, but I'm sure they would. They will be backlash. Yeah,
1: I haven't, um, I haven't read any. I mean, I saw the post and I didn't. I saw it, there were a lot of comments. But as far as so st- I'm assuming, people were maybe going back and forth mm, about yeah. stuff. So I just didn't bother reading the comments. Yeah. I was like, I don't really need this right now. Mm, but As far yeah. as
2: stats, there's been like, there's been um, so a quarter of retired English football, um, mm. football players are uh, being black or from minority, okay. and um, and only six of them only six have had managerial jobs wow. and only and only one has been in the Premier League and he was there for six months as well so that's like yeah. that, shows the op- that shows that well it's been it's clear that they don't have the same opportunities in terms of managerial especially in like the Premier League it's obvious if you look through the man- the top top teams where's the last time is there a black a- manager in, in the, the Premier League now right I, mean, no. I think the last time I remember was the... Um, the Norwich, yeah, the Norwich guy. Norris he was also a yeah. Brighton. i got a picture of him, actually. Yeah, i got his
0: name. Chris Hewton? Hewton, 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 it was something, something. That, yeah, it was something. Yeah, but yeah. He, I has, a, he has a name. <laughs> so, yeah. I, Sorry about that,
2: but he looks <laughs> but bad. Yeah, Chris Hewton.
1: <laughs> Chris Hewton's yeah. first black manager of the... Oh, first... Premier League, first black manager of, of the month. So he won an award wow. manager of the month with Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Uh they were killing. Yeah, but... But it says here, like... 30 years before a black or minority manager was properly represented in the English football wow. since the league was formed 30. Wow.
2: That's yeah, and I, and I also read that they are what, like, so... So I just looked at it in terms of England. England ex-players, so mm-hmm. I've obviously, recent Gerrard coming through yeah. and getting, getting good opportunities in lower teams, even Gary Neville had a go. Yeah, but Lampard like, as well. Lampard with Lampard had to um, go, and, like, but it's going to be like, like... I know Henri had to go Monaco for a little bit. Um... Did you know that? Catastrophic. Yeah, yeah. yeah Catastrophic. It, it, it was not very really yeah, he, He's with Belgium now. He went back, actually. he's gone back, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at many who say, like, apparently, kind of, in terms of the England ex players, like, they're twice as likely. The, the a white player, the, the minority is twice mm-hmm. as likely. And it's not like it's not like um, the black players weren't. Most of them were raised and born in England anyway. So mm-hmm. they had, they've had the same education, there's a football education, they all came through the same youth mm-hmm. system, but yet, somewhere, Something in that missing, journey, yeah. something has gone missing. And and it might not be a clear thing. It might not be, this guy, I know this guy said this to me, so he's racist, but you, he just might that just might be a thing where the hierarchy, like you said, the older generation, they're the ones right now who have that call. So mm. obviously, that maybe that's where, you know...
1: Once mm-hmm. we get younger faces, fresh people through, like, who are at the top.
0: Ideas, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's still subconsciously, like, white players want to listen to a black manager? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even trying, mm-hmm. but there's that little separation.
1: It depends on the person. depends on like. the
0: person. But do you think that still happens? People have that just subconscious. Because yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think like, I haven't been watching football die-heartedly for, yeah. the, for the last couple of years. Same I'm trying to think like, a lot of the black managers that I can think of straight away have been not done very well. Like Makalele, capitulated. I'm The one that's gone out and far above anyone, doesn't really, can't think of one at the moment. I can't think of one that's that's excelled.
1: Only It's a hard one, right? Really, it's like you can't even really say. I mean, you can say Chris Hughton, but like
2: he's been, he's been, he's been. I don't know how he's done it, but he's been relegated he's been a manager for a long time. He's not come mm. through recently. he's been like, a long, very long time, and he's one that you'll know straight away by like, his mm. face. I, anyway. I can't think of any. In the movie, crazy it's crazy. You
1: bit, also think when you hear yeah, players, like if that. you ever watch like small videos of um, like people like soccer and talking to players, and they always ask the question like, who could be a manager? I never think of any, like, they never, I've never heard of anybody saying, like, a black mm. footballer. I mean, with the Chelsea ones, I've only ever heard, like, John Terry, David Luiz. Mm. Drogba uh,
2: might have
0: been. I was thinking
1: Drogba.
2: I was thinking real Ferdinand, I was thinking Debbie no? King. Mm, like, I'm thinking looking yeah. back at, like, the England captain, the centre backs, they tend to be the managers, but real Ferdinand's into TV, mm. and there's no way you're going to tell me he got, he got a good managerial offer, like a good and championship team and yeah. turn it down. There's no okay. way.
0: Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's too soon for him because of what happened to his wife and everything. I think he's yeah, more focused yeah. on that. You think? And he got young kids, so maybe like Gary Neville, his kids are older. I think. Yes.
2: Well, Lampard's got young girls too. Mm.
0: that's true. Gerald
2: must have young girls. They're, they're yeah, on the same age.
0: They both have young girls too. Huh? They're on the same age, it's but it's an interesting one, is huh? uh, Maybe English football maybe isn't as progressive as, as compared to the NBA. Then because I'm trying to think, there've yeah. been a, quite a few like, you You got Brown, who's won. Uh, Who's be, who used to be the Cows manager, who's the Cavs guy? Rivers. Kind of like Tyron Lue, technically. Rivers. Yeah. Uh, Rivers, yeah. exactly. Oh, Rivers is very like good. seen
1: as one of the top, like, yeah, top, one of the best in the league.
2: league. Jackson.
0: There you go. Yeah. yeah there's quite a few of them, yeah, few. I did, think,
2: I, I did think of that, too. Mm. It's, just, it's just in terms of the NBA, it's just there is isn't in, in ownership, in GMs, mm. is a, there's a drop off. And yeah. even in the NFL, there's only two, I think, two, two mm. GMs in the NFL. Yeah. And in terms of ownership in the NBA, you've got to be. Top ten Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan you gotta beat I mean top I mean the greatest Michael yeah. Jordan in the top five top ten mm-hmm. Ma- Magic Johnson
0: and the thing is Apart from n- that. and the thing is like when you look at and Mike now people Johnson. are saying how Magic Johnson are, is he's a not doing very well. bad GM people <laughs> think
2: people do also
1: think MJ is a very bad GM I think
0: that yeah. as well is, is, is MJ still a GM is he sh- no he's Charlotte uh, part uh, owner eh? he's yeah. part majority, majority owner majority owner yeah, like so, that yeah. team's done very done yeah. hey
1: that team might make the playoffs this year they're having a push. It's trying to drop Miami out, but and that's all that's going to happen. I'm going to the playoffs.
0: Mm. Uh. I mean, it's fair, but then going on from that, what do you, how do we fix these things? So let's say we're football, let's say we, if there's a. First of all, just think the France team, when mm. they w- before they went to the World Cup, they were seen as an African team. Yeah. When they won, suddenly, they, suddenly they're France. They're out. Allé les bleus. Yeah. So that. why do you think there's such a negativity on that? Or why do they have such a switch up? Only when they're doing well you want to become associated with them yeah when they lost in the Euro 2016 they were like yeah it's because you're not really French
1: yeah that's because everybody wants to feel a sense of achievement like they've won something Mm -hmm. especially as a nation you want to feel like you're the reason why these people did well and I'm not taking it away from them like I mean a lot of them they grew up playing their football in France yeah, they do. which is okay mm. but it's also like you also want to you want to say that they also had that initial heritage of like coming from that African background mm. you know you want to have a bit of both but the French for them it's almost like they're all or nothing I guess it's like okay if, if you if you win like you're ours but if you lose like oh you know like this person only came to us at a certain age they went with us the whole way or mm. whatever it is something like that Yeah. and pff, I don't want to say it's French people because I know a lot of French mm-hmm. people who are great but maybe it's it's a culture in sport. Mm,
2: that's true. In my head, fans like that aren't real fans. You don't you you can't celebrate with someone who the whole time you know he, regardless whether you win or not. If one okay, so they have won and they claim they claim them now. But they know deep inside they don't accept them. Mm. If they were willing to say that afterwards, they don't accept them deep inside. So yeah. is to them, it's not a real win to them. No. If they if 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 they had they lost and they they start saying those things, then it's not a real it's not a real win to them. And in all probably they would be if that team were all French-born, you know, white men.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I, I agree with you on that for sure. And it's like, I can even say, even though I'm not at, like, the highest level where I want to be right now, and, like, where, where I want to achieve, what I want to achieve in the next two to three years, mm-hmm. like, even in my sport, when I win, it's ridiculous the influx of messages that yeah. I get, or people that want to, like, come and speak to me, and they're like, oh, man. Or, like, messages like, oh, I remember when we were, like, training, like, back in this time. And then as soon as like I lose a game where I don't do well, Nine. four messages maybe from mm. like the people who are really close to me, mm. yeah, and fine, it's kind of like it's like that's it's similar with this like when when you're winning everybody wants to be upon that on on that on that wagon everybody wants to be riding the highs. It's like um, you see with players in um, in college where they have those close friends that will stick with them if it looks like they're they're winning. But then once you make it to the yeah. league, it's mm. like then you maybe start Digital to realize who's there that just wants you. For what you can give them, or who's there, because they're willing, they're willing to go through the highs and the lows with you. Yeah,
2: when when we when we said about this topic about racism in sports, I was thinking like which sports has the most racism, which sport doesn't have the most have a lot of racism. And I was thinking how, in terms of like combat sports, there's not there's not a lot of racism in in that in terms of, from, from 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 player to player, from fighter to fighter, and from the fans and because The it they said so many of them are cowards, but they know you say some racist to this guy you'll receive a right hook to the face. Yeah. And, well, and, and like, it's I such an honest thing was. as well. You can correct me. That, about
1: the, um, Conor McGregor and the, who's the, the Muslim guy? Oh, okay, yeah, BBA, yeah. Yeah, was there something, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but was there something said there by McGregor about his religion?
2: McGregor, McGregor... Texas family, right? A, uh, family. Um, he brought up an incident with his manager, mm.
0: uh,
2: who was accused of a um, terrorist act. Or well, he yeah. stopped by the police. He hasn't got a visa. He's mm. tests some things about oh, that. Okay. But he did also.
0: Didn't matter. Really attack his boss.
2: Yeah, that, that was that was he attacked, boss. he attacked the bus. He attacked the bus, and he also said um.
0: It's about his family and so on. I, <laughs> I think he
2: just. recited scripture. So it was But in in, in, in a, but it wasn't. It was He didn't do he it in a serious way. Verse. So he he was disrespecting yeah. his religion. Mm. Okay. He did do that. And that that was that was me that that's actually a high profile one that yeah, you are correct, but it is because it's such an honest sport that you you got to go in there and fight that man in the end, yeah. and and you can't you can't go to Do you
0: know what's kind of funny boxing just saying, is probably it's not anymore, but it was one of the most racist sports because boxing came out from getting black slaves to fight each other. Okay. It was the first unsegregated sport in America where black people could, could be a part of the major leagues okay. for that reason, but now it's actually become one of the places where a black fighters black fighters it's, about, it's cultural and yeah. the most successful like promoter was Don King yeah and he's and then he also I'd say the most prom, successful promoter was Jewish shows it different like because I guess people I guess you can show yourself and people can't really be mad at well, it's such an honest sport
2: because at the end of the day you're going to go in there and you're going to fight there's nothing else to it there's no I'm more mm. you know I'm more prim proper than you are regardless if everyone likes you if I'm the world champ I'm the world champ yeah. you've got to come to me regardless you know that's, 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 the, that's the thing about f- football and, and football is on the team sport, obviously So I think about football Football, you, they can be oh, This mm. guy's okay, but I'm to be him Because mm. he's, not as, he's not as good, but I like him anyway He's fit better with the team But for boxing
0: just one not matter three, if you like him or, like, like or not
2: It's, it's like what you said I'm, about
1: UFC They're going to have to fight They're going to have to really fight really. in <laughs> at the
2: end of the day And there's no one else in it but you two There's no manager, there's no Well, there's coaches But I, I, if a guy, Joe, Roy Jones Jr. had no manager And he was world champ for a long yeah. time it's just pure, you got to go in there and fight. Mm.
1: This, this makes me think about, because you were talking about fighting. I remember um, you said something before, but then I had also read something about the, um, what was it? About the, the wrestler in yeah. school. I know you wrote something yeah, about him. And then um, I also like did some research into it, because it was something that I, had, I hadn't heard of. And mm. I was like, this is actually interesting. About how he had to cut off his hair and everything, because it, the cap wasn't regulation. Mm. some rubbish like that, and it's it's one of those things where I just think like you're cutting off a, another man's hair, which is basically a form of like self-expression. Yeah, I mean he he's he's like it's it's like a back to like a human rights violation. Mm. It's like I shouldn't have to cut this off. And I, I read deeper into it, and it was based. Somebody said something about how the referee that told him to cut his hair, apparently he had been suspended a couple of years ago for using a racial slur against another referee and really? Yeah. That's and what all saying, of a sudden this comes up and I'm just like well I mean if he's been if he had been banned for it for a little bit I'm pretty sure his thought process wouldn't have changed of what he thinks of of whether it's black people or Asian people or whatever it was so why is this man still allowed to then go and officiate fighting
2: it's true it will, it will come like I said it will come out if he's in you if he's in you it will come out and mm-hmm. if you're not educated enough that's what you will that's what you will think it,
1: for me this is like a, this is a second strike he should have been striking yeah, yeah it should
0: have be been done But then, how do you think we fix it? How do we? How do we? Let's if we go if we go at like a top down, bottom up, or trickle down effect. How do we fix it? And is it possible to solve within our lifetimes or within the next ten years? Let's go within before 2030 because I think that's that's a good time because it's not going to go away within a year. That's near impossible. Mm. But do we do it by physically having classes in school about it? Because I know like when I did religion classes. Like nothing against religion. I'm religious. Mm. I wouldn't listen. I'd just be bored. I to a friend, mm. when you do those kind of clauses, do you even listen? And should we make stadium bands like for a month? Should we? What do we do the clubs? Do we permanently? The, literally, they all lose points. Because mm. how we have to make sure that it's so important to them, on for just for them, and then also for the players, that this stand out. Because play say it happens the whole time. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think in terms of. You definitely can't punish anyone but the person who has done it. Yeah. Because like you said, some people are weird, man, some people are crazy. Some people are all just people just want to have an impact on people who are famous. They just want to have like a slight little change in their lives and and will be their so because they haven't achieved anything themselves. You know, for them like, Oh, let me go and let me go and say this to this person. Let me go and, you know, hit hey, let me just go and say this person even if I don't even mean it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think from in terms of I think in terms of how the best way to change it, I think from like the grassroots level Mm, right at the yeah. bottom up because it's still there's still problems there and those problems will continue to grow if you don't eradicate them straight away. Yeah, that's true. There are there are still problems there, so I think from a very 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 young age, because we experienced it ourselves like there was over oh, there was jokes and stuff, there was things I was seen as acceptable that if I was as intelligent or you know be more advanced as I am now, as a kid I'd 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 eradicate it myself. Like, and to me when that happened when I was younger I just thought oh I should I should be angry this and I, I just used to just fight over it, mm. you know.
0: I imagine you, you were more of a white dominant school right yeah, no, understand, more, more understand. White I was in Wales
2: so I played rugby on an all white there was in, actually in my rugby team that's what I mean by this. what I said about it kind of impacts your motivation and your involvement because it was me and this Asian guy and I was a winger believe it or not and he was uh, two hundred stone. I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like six foot two, everyone was like five four. But, yeah, I was like, in the house. I was, I was in the wing. And, uh, and we had an, an Asian guy, and me and him, like our team was I we went to like a I went to a good school. So mm-hmm. so all those boys were, were also from our school as well. So we were cool. I was, me and the me and the guy was cool, but me and, but the rest of the team, like they, they it was clear they weren't friends with us. And my mom recently told me that one of the parents said to him, said to her, sorry, <laughs> said to her that he grew up He grew up in a place called Grange which was predominantly black and yeah. so he was always speaking to him. But he said that, he, he clearly said to my mum that his wife doesn't like it, his wife doesn't like the fact that he speaks to black people, he doesn't like the fact that he speaks mm. to her right now. And in my head I was like, that's crazy because he's even willing to he's accept that. To and he's, he's married to he's her married and, to and, and he's not, he's not, he clearly not educating educated about her, he's not, if it was me I'd be like, come here, let's talk to her. Yeah, I'd be taking her along and being like,
1: listen, yeah, let's... Like, black people are not a problem, like any race, they're human beings and like me, everyone is the same treat them the same
2: just to finish my point it was me me and my friend me and the Asian guy we, we had to sit together we sat together but he was we, he was mentally weak he quit in the end because he couldn't no, yeah room. no one was involved in him we got to hotel rooms they would all be in one room me and him be chilling in the other room wow. it was crazy and um it's uh two man party mm-hmm. I quit I quit as well in the end just cause it was too cold it wasn't yeah no. <laughs> it was too <laughs> cold no, 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 no. <laughs> couldn't
1: handle that British weather <laughs>
0: no um, then that
1: uh, It's it's difficult, like, because um, part of me is like the way we're gonna move away from it is let's just let's just try and stop talking about it. Let's stop making it such a big thing in the news all the time. Part of me is like that, but then another part of me is like we need to educate people, like you say, from a young age. The way that we have um, all these talks or like people going to school to speak about mental health, nutrition, things like that. Because I know in my in my primary school we had somebody come in talking about. Your five a day, fruit and veg, uh, staying active. Yeah, that's crazy because
2: at a young age like that as well, they have such a big impact on you to the yeah. point you even remember until mm. the day. Yeah. Can you no, imagine I still thing? remember a lot Can of things. Can you imagine? It, I'm it, it must have an impact. It, can't, it cannot have a negative impact. So the important mm. is consistency. Although the changes might not be as drastic as it was a couple of years ago, obviously a couple of years ago, there was, there was way bigger problems and the mm. changes were more drastic. Just because you're saying, oh, I'm seeing the changes are slowing down, what, you don't just give up and say, okay, that's fine, we'll have, we'll have the, you know, the odd races. Yeah, because consistency will lead to results, mm. and, and, and it will eventually happen. So I I do feel like continue to do these things, like exactly just like you said, you come in here, you talk about nutrition, you know, you come in and have a talk about, you know, race, race. Mm. Well, about the importance the of thing. diversity, the importance of things that you know different cultures can bring to mm. you, and you don't, and if you, and you're limiting yourself by not doing that.
1: Cause I I was quite lucky in my school where we in our young age we did talk about not race, but but like we spoke about different cultures sometimes as in like when it came to Mm. um different festivals so like was diwali it's yeah yeah, yeah. Sikhs. Yeah, Sikhs.
2: yeah Yeah. so it's like
1: it's like things like that where they would have those conversations we'd have those like afternoons where we would learn about some of these different things but then i'm not sure if parents today like for me I, i i go into schools it's okay for me i go into schools and i sometimes will be like uh so i'll go in and for as part of a company called Inspire Through Sport and be an athlete that goes in as a voice to try and motivate young kids to, to be the next top athlete to go to Olympic Games wherever it might be mm. but I don't know if parents would be happy for say me as an athlete to go in and obviously want to motivate them to play sports but then also be that voice of what, how like important it is to accept everyone no matter what the race and sport mm. what, no matter what race they are and I, I this just it comes from parents because at, at that young age I'm talking sometimes kids that are in reception all the way up until like year 12 year 13 like college so i I go into schools i go into like nurseries, primary schools, secondary schools whatever it is and you have to try and inspire them to play sport but are they going to want kids who are in year one year two to be talking about race Mm. i mean obviously they probably won't know a lot of it but uh, do you think the kids will be sat there and the parents will be happy for them to be like Mm. oh this this is like what happens and You should be, obviously you would tailor it depending on the age, but... So, I, I don't think a lot of parents mm. would be happy for students to be, for their young kids to be learning about that type of stuff because mm. they think they're so innocent or whatever it is. Mm. Like, they, they don't want to even speak to me about the birds and the bees or whatever it is. I mean, like, if you, know is it like you know what I mean by that? Yeah,
2: yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Make laughs> <laughs> some people don't know what no, that okay, is. So okay, I'm I'm what you're saying is like, the the, image, the message you're putting across is only positive. So there, there could be a young black, black boy that could eventually, if you hadn't been there, he might have reached that stage where he's experiencing things that you've spoken about. And and it crumbles him. But yeah, if he's if he's heard you speak about it, even though he doesn't attend at the moment, it will stick. It, it sticks mm-hmm. with him. And then once he does experience, it he'll be like, oh wait. Oh, I and especially since he's a kid, he sees you and he sees RGB. He this and he thinks you'll think you're a superstar. That that my motivate It might save even if you save ten kids or save for, even if you save one or two. One. For, yeah.
1: Well, that's that's the thing. Better than it's zero, it's what it's, it's what I think when I go in schools. I think okay, today I'm see, I'm gonna see in like a four hour period maybe eight hundred seven hundred kids. And then I think, well, if I can reach out to even, like, 10% of those kids, or even if it's, like, 5%, 3% of those kids who are then, like, okay, I want to, like, push and compete in sport at the highest level possible, that's still a large number. And I agree with you, like, if I mean, I think you should be having those talks about race in schools, because even if you reach out to a couple of them, like you say, they might go through an experience and then they're going to remember this. And that's, that's the biggest, like, motivating thing from it, from going into schools, but...
2: It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a positive message about race that can mold someone's future so I don't see yeah. why mm. why parents would not why would they be, be against accurate. that and if they are against but then
1: that but then you also think why are people being why are people still being racist then today it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they should know
0: we've mainly focused on white and black and I want I have a question about that I have a follow up question on this yeah do you think a white teacher or a white like let's say we get a white GB athlete can come to a clause and talk about racism and have an impact on a black student or any other student of a different color, race. Do you think it has in has profound impact? Do you think it's possible?
1: I or think d- I think it's possible, but I think it it depends on how open-minded that student is. Because mm. I know that when you look through all the history books and everything, most of the um, most of the acts of racism have been against those who are black or of different ethnicity. Mm. But I feel like a white person who believes. That racism is is wrong, and they wanna they wanna portray that message to other students. I think that could potentially be more powerful than mm. just another black athlete or another black person going and doing it.
0: Mm, helping the white kid, like white kids seeing yeah. a, a white role model, saying yeah. that exactly, yeah, also yeah. helps them.
2: I think yeah, I think I think you are correct in some I'm oh, sorry, and I do think, especially if, if you're young and going through a struggle, you wanna see someone who has gone through that struggle and managed to come through it. Rather than someone who you feel like can't relate to you anyway, so you, you you then feel like, you know, you're just here for you're here for another reason. Yeah. You know, like um, I remember I saw the barbershop where LeBron was saying that when he was in high school he he just thought, you know, I don't I don't I don't mess around with white people. I'm here to do my work. I'm here to get what I, what I care from them, mm. and that's kind of perception he had from from them from um, about them at, at a young age because yeah. he didn't he didn't understand cause he saw all the negativity about it. Mm. So obviously if, if if a white person does come into a a um, predominantly black school and they feel like what do you know about being called this what do you know about this struggle you you, and then they yeah. can assume that your life was easy anyway especially yeah. if they've gone through the struggle and they see white people in that kind of experience i hear people like,
1: speaking like that today anyway like as in well what do they know about what's what we've been through and things like yeah. that but yeah. but you know, things like this do happen to others as well like say if there's a white person it's like that person who's with um the whites. Like, in the rugby, you are talking about the rugby back at home. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, say if it was roles reverse and it was a white dad with a black mother, people, he's going to also be going through the abuse that she would, not to the same degree, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because he's with her, his, of some sense. of his friends might not agree upon Perfect. that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it can it can also be roles reverse but a lot of people sometimes wouldn't think that.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, just, that's a good example, for example... Yeah. But also, like playing basketball for example, white guys playing basketball. What's the stereotype that they can't jump? They're gonna be shoot, not yeah, yeah. athletic. Do you think the fact that you guys, people, your a lot of your sporting successes are automatically predicted just because you're black? You sh- that you can jump faster, run, that you can jump higher, run faster, more athletic. Do you ever feel insulted by that?
1: Um, I I wouldn't say sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't say insulted. I mean, when I go away, I do have people sometimes question me, or they're like oh you can jump high like you're athletic because it's in your genes like you're born with it and stuff like that but I always do make a point to be like yeah but I also work my ass off every single day so that yeah I know there's a certain range that God's given me but I can be say if I want to jump like an extra 5 to 10 inches I can put in that work to increase that much mm. it's like okay there's something that I can do but I do know that if I put in the work I can make that even better mm. so I always let people know that yeah you might think that I was born with it but that, like, I mean, when I was young, I used to be, and Wayne's seen yeah, it as well, yeah. I used to be a fat kid be when I was yeah. young. I worked my ass off to try and be in the type of shape that I am, that I'm in today. Mm. And I let people know that, like, I work hard every day. It's not because I'm I'm born black and I, I'm, I'm special in a certain way. It's because, I mean, I believe everybody is special in their own way. But you you if you want something, you're also going to work hard for it. You're not mm. just going to expect it to be given so to you. You don't get to talk about being black. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You also like, think
1: eight. about how hard LeBron <laughs> is. Yeah. Think like, okay, I've seen Wayne play basketball and he's not, he's good. But like, think Le- he's the same height as LeBron. Exactly. Yeah. And LeBron is quick, strong, can do everything. Like, has the vision, has the ball mm-hmm. handles as well. I'm, I, th- I always think, imagine Wayne outrunning everybody on, on the court right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that you're not very fast you're like okay speed I'm faster than him but <laughs> <That's> a <lie. laughs> but imagine that, that, that type of talent and why do you think he has that type of talent even now Wayne's strong but why do you think he's strong because recently yeah. he's been going to the gym <laughs> recently he's been going to it before but sometimes you know things happen and then he can't he can't commit to it anymore yeah. but when he's committed to it he's in really good shape why because he's working hard he's putting oh. in the hours it's not something that's just given to you yeah you might have God has given you like certain things or who, like if you're not religious you've been born with certain things mm. and it's up to you to maximise
2: that potential and opportunities do come the harder you work yeah you know, people, it, it does come; it does become noticeable without you having to push it yeah you know, everyone knows what you're doing if, yeah. if you're doing it consistently enough it's like a lot of opportunities that have come through in my sport where I've managed to go away to
1: train with teams or managed to have certain things paid for it's, because, it's not because I just sat around and was like oh, I'm going to rely on my like my talent that I was born with, or whatever it is, it's like I've put in the work so that other people can also realize he works hard, and actually that's why we want to back him because mm-hmm. he he's he's a good role model of somebody that works hard to try and achieve what what he wants to achieve. He has he's set on a certain goal, and you see him putting in the effort for it every
0: single day. Well, I got one last question before we finish off. Okay. The the black the do you ever feel the that... Take, get the idea that people re- fall back on the idea that their problems are because of racism? Like, I know a lot of white people claim because, like, a lot same. of people, black people are coming that they're losing their jobs. Mm. That's because they're lazy, and they just assume that more people come in the country, immigrants are the reason that they're losing their jobs. Do mm. you also think, like, even at this university, you can see there the, a lot of black people, mm. and you see them, like, they assume that they deserve more sometimes. Mm. It feels like they just deserve more. Do you ever forget the feeling that people rely on it and use it as an excuse not to work on it?
2: That's the thing I meant... With this, there's so many different people who interpret things in so many different ways that just every every movement can be interpreted differently and 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 um and be seen as a negative. So like like anything, so people interpret Muslims like um Muslims with, with terrorism. People they they you know they misread things and they react the way they they want to react. You know, there's, there's just ignorance that that ignorance. Can,
1: yeah. Uh I I fully agree with Wayne there. I mean, it's the way people interpret things because I mean me and Wayne are good friends and there have been times where we've argued over things because the way he sees it, I might see it in a different, different way. way yeah. And it's just the way, it's the way people are, but this is where, if you educate them, in what, it's like being educated on what's good and bad, what's right and wrong. Of course there are morals and there are certain things that people might go another way for, for, for different reasons, but, um, I, I, I believe strongly in, in what Wayne in what Wayne said there.
2: So The same thing, yeah, same thing, it's always like anything, um, Word? Yeah, yeah equal, equal rights like um, feminism. Sorry, like any, any like anything. There's so many of them. They, they can misinterpret it. They can misread it. They can, you know, misunderstand it, and then just it's now like turn it, into if, a negative. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. now like
1: even when you're say if you're applying for a job, there are certain things they can't ask you. They can't mm-hmm. ask you like. um what do you call it they can't ask you like if you're straight yeah. gay whatever it is yeah. they um like they can't ask it's also like with disabilities yeah. even though you might have disability it's one of those things where it can't be brought up because yeah. they if if they if you don't get the job they can sue you because it's like yeah. you're being like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. Yeah. That, you are right. so exactly.
2: you're if you start if we start screaming it when it's when it's not um when it's, it's not, true. not yeah it's not true then it will take power away from it it's like the boy mm. you cry both exactly it's
0: true to yeah
1: <laughs> I agree beyond all of those, yeah.
0: I just like to thank you guys for coming on. I thought like we got, I thought we got through a lot of good things, and I think people can learn a lot. And I really do appreciate you guys taking the time.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's it a pleasure to be here and talk about talk about a topic that touches a lot of people and is such a big impact in
0: life. And uh, it's a good luck on your on your training in the coming months and with your qualification for the next Olympics. Thank you. And uh, Wayne, good luck you know with like. basketball. You need to win the championship <laughs> we'll win the championship this year. I appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the last episode of uh, The Course Coast and we'll see you all soon. All the best.
1: The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free.